everyone this is latasha blanton from the real south africa travel and tourism and you're going to have the opportunity to travel with phil scott to sunny south africa you guys are going to have the opportunity to come to johannesburg and you guys are going to be coming to durban and we're going to set it up perfectly it's going to be like a luxury experience for you guys at the same time you're going to be getting some culture and of course you're going to get an opportunity to talk to phil hang out with phil and get his views on africa and south africa you're also going to get an opportunity to explore the lifestyles here that are available in South Africa. And we're going to do all that for you in an amazing 10 days. We do hope that you go to the website and book because we do look forward to seeing you here. Absolutely. Our website is therealsouthafrica.com. Go there, scroll down. You'll see a picture of Phil and just go ahead and book there. So we'll see you here in what we like to call sunny, sunny South, South Africa. Africa. There's a story we covered a few months back regarding a South African teacher in China that goes by the name Nolisindiso. She was hurt by her HR manager at school and she was scared for her life. She was all over the news because of what happened to her. Apparently, even though she called the police, the police were not able to help her. She had to flee, she had to run away. Hello, my name is Nolu Sindiso. I'm from South Africa. I'm currently based in Shanghai, China, and I work as a kindergarten teacher. On Wednesday, August 23rd, during a disagreement, the HR manager at my job, a guy, punched me on my face. After he punched me and I was screaming, trying to get him, trying to get out of his office, he pushed me down on the couch, telling me that I needed to sit down. I screamed and I was trying to get my phone so I can take pictures and videos of what was happening. Instead, he grabbed my phone and said he didn't have my phone anymore. I don't know how I got out of the office, but somehow I got out. And I was running in the passage of this kindergarten trying to get help. There were various women there. All of them just watched and did nothing. I managed to run to the stairs, but by the time I got to the stairs, he was already there. And he was preventing me from going past him. I was screaming, but he was pulling me, preventing me from leaving. I don't know what came to my head, but I thought about a different exit, and I ran towards the different exit, but he was chasing me. And during the time that he was chasing me, he was singing a song, humming a song, as though to distract me in case so that I can fall and he can catch me. I managed to get out of the building, and there was another lady outside the building shouting for the for the security's officers to close the gate so I wouldn't get out. But what happened is the security officer made a mistake. Instead of closing the gate, he opened the gate. And then I ran, managing to get out. By the time I got out, I had no shoes on, no socks on. They had taken my phone. I had no bag on. It was just me and nothing on my hands. I didn't know what to do, so I started walking on the streets and I came across a young Chinese lady. Asked her if she speak English. And she said yes. I asked her to call the cops. She called the cops, the cops arrived, and we went back to the kindergarten. When we arrived at the kindergarten, they had gathered everything that belonged to me in the table, telling me that the reason why they were preventing me from leaving is because they wanted me to come down so they can call the cops to resolve the issue, if, despite the fact that I wasn't feeling safe and that is why I wanted to run away. Then the guy who had punched me told the told the cops that he did not punch me, that I hit my eye on the couch. I asked them to release the CCTV footage of the building 
while I was running and they said they don't have it. We went to the police station. At the police station, the vice principal who saw everything happened said that she didn't see anything and that when this guy might have hit me, she was on the phone so she didn't see anything. When I arrived there, the cops basically told me that my visa is expiring next week and I do not have proof that this guy has hit me and therefore I needed to settle. Feeling like I didn't have a choice, I ended up settling for compensation. I'm making this video because I'm making this video because there are so many of us out here who are suffering under the hands of our employers who continue to disobey the law and treat us very poorly. And I'm also making this video because I feel very powerless in this situation. They told me that if I talk to anybody or go to the media about the situation then they would sue me and I would have to go to jail or get deported they also threatened to put me on some teachers blacklist in China so that I would never get a job in China they also refused to give me any documents that would allow me to work anywhere else in China during this moment but I'm not okay with just keeping quiet and pretending like this is okay and there's nothing happening and I hope if you seeing this video, you pass it to as many people as possible so that people know that this happens to me. Well, she is back in South Africa after four years. She said she went back home and she surprised her family. You can only imagine how stressed her family have been all this time because of what she had to go through in a foreign land that doesn't seem to care about what happens to her. But now she is back uh, to her country and I'm pretty sure her family is very pleased to have her back safe and sound. I am getting emotional because today I get to fly home. Today is Wednesday, November 29th, 2023, and I'm flying home. Sadly, it's going to take me two days to reach my little hometown. And so on Friday, I'll get to see my mom and my dad and my grandparents for the first time in almost four years. Okay. Okay. Finally, around 10 a.m. on Thursday, November 30th, I landed in Johannesburg. At this point, I was very tired and also overly emotional because I couldn't believe that I had finally arrived in South Africa after what feels like forever, three years and ten months to be exact. So when I landed, I was so emotional. I just couldn't believe it. I was just so happy to see like everybody, including the strangers. Even though this turned out well 
for her and her family. This rarely happens for other Africans that travel to the Middle East, to China, to Europe in search of a better life. They don't make it back home. Even the ones that make it back home, they've gone through so much trauma that they don't even know how to socialize anymore. They don't even remember how things were back home. The stories that we've heard, and we've covered a few of them, is just so sad and so disheartening. And mostly it goes back to our governments. Whenever anything happens to us on a foreign land, it's like we're on our own. No one cares, no one asks about us, no one follows up with the case. Even when they go to the embassies, to their respective embassies and ask for help, they're usually denied or they're told, there's nothing we can do for you. That makes the other countries bold. That makes them understand that if we do anything to this person, no one's going to claim them, no one's going to do anything about it. So they treat us like they want to and there's no consequence, but it should stop. Things need to change. This cannot continue because we deserve a fair chance at a life like anybody else. We deserve to be treated like any other employee. This lady being hit in a school, whereas if it was another lady, another national, or even a Chinese, a local, would that have happened? We doubt it. It happens to us because of the color of our skin and they know our governments would not do anything to help. So. No one is going to hold them accountable, so it needs to change because it's not fair. Our lives matter the same way as anybody else's and I think it's about time that we start demanding for respect and it starts from the leadership. Anyways fam, let us know down below what your thoughts are about this. I am Ongil Zalalam. I'll see you on the next one. Bye.